Do you ever feel impatient and frustrated with your manifestations and wonder what is causing all this resistance? Well, today's episode, we'll be talking with Kelsey Aida, who is a best-selling author and an alignment coach that helps people manifest their dream lives. And she's got some tips about troubleshooting that resistance. Join us to find out more. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show where we talk about all things essence, where we gather around the campfire and we share our stories of connection to that which is greater than us, the big mystery beyond the veil, to those synchronistic moments that lead us inexorably to a deeper understanding of who we are and why we're here and what we're doing on this planet Earth. I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird, and I love coming here week after week and visiting with you all and sharing these conversations and getting some good wisdom and some good insights to help us all navigate life more gracefully and easefully. And today's topic is troubleshooting resistance. You know, I don't know if anybody else there encounters resistance on your path, but I have definitely encountered resistance and I have immersed myself in some studies recently about prosperity because I have so many big dreams and visions and my heart is calling me at this time on the planet to manifest these beautiful gifts for everyone and from my heart and to make the world a better place. And I know that many of you feel the same way. You've been working on your your certifications and getting your medicine bag all together and getting ready to share and wisdom and be in service and make this new earth happen. And I can get a little impatient about the pace at which things are happening or not happening. And that can get frustrating. And so I've immersed myself in some prosperity trainings this fall and just kind of really sitting with these questions deep inside of myself to get some reconciliation because I don't know about you guys, but I got some different voices inside of me that say different things. They don't all agree. They have different points of view and some of them are ancestral and some of them are, you know, my former self and some of them are me right now. And so how do we get everyone to agree and align so there's no dissonance in the field so we can actually make some stuff happen, you know, (laughs) and make it happen big because we need some radical shifts on the planet right now. We need big love. And, you know, we kind of need, like, instead of throwing bombs at each other, like happening in the Middle East, we need like love bombs. We need like giant love bombs to just coat everybody with golden light and love and compassion and higher consciousness. And we need a wake up call. We need, you know, another one, unfortunately, hopefully more gracefully and easily, but we need one. We see it. We really need to wake up to ourselves in the dawning of humanity in a higher consciousness way. And so I I thought this is such a great topic for today. And I hope you guys are excited. I am. And so today we have Kelsey Aida with us. Welcome, Kelsey. Thank you. I am here for everything that you just said. I was like, yes, preach. Get it, sister. Mm, yes, we're doing it. 
<laughs> we are in the process. And so Kelsey is a best-selling author and alignment coach who helps women manifest their dream lives and love themselves deeply through the process. She's the author of more than five personal development books. And she's got, I like this title, Actually, I Can. <laughs> I love that title is one of her books, Affirmation for Happiness, Letters to the Universe, My Pocket Guide to Manifestation, and Self-Love for the Modern Woman. I love those. She does one-to-one coaching, online courses, and she has a popular spiritual podcast called High Vibin' It. So today, Kelsey agreed to talk about troubleshooting resistance. So with everything that you know, just give us, so our audience knows you a little bit better, give us a little nutshell as to like how you even got into all of this amazing stuff that you're doing. And then we'll launch into some meaty, also juicy conversation. Yes. I love that you use the word juicy because I always use that word on my podcast. And my co-host is like, ew, why'd you say juicy? And I'm like, it just is juicy. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's juicy. (laughs) It's full of that nectar. But yeah, for anyone who's new to my world, to me, I'm Kelsey Aida. Aida like the opera. And I basically have evolved into a purpose of helping people have the deepest, most potent quality of life, which I found the easiest way to achieve that is to really know thyself, honor your desires, go for your desires, manifest all the experiences, things, feelings that you could ever want in this playground that we live in, which doesn't always feel like a playground because it can be hard and heavy and there can be a lot of resistance on our paths. And I became a teacher and an author because I used to suffer from depression. And I was stuck in my first dark night of the soul a three-year-long episode of depression, basically to the point of contemplating suicide. I never attempted suicide, but it was a rock-bottom moment. And in that, I realized that quality of life is the most important thing, right? If you don't have quality of life to the degree that like, you would rather not live than just survive, that tells you something, right? So that really put things into perspective for me. And I gave the universe an ultimatum and I was like, look, I don't know what a girl's got to do around here to get some help, but I need to learn how to feel better and I need to learn now. So send help, (laughs) send resources, send perspective shifts, send healing, send what you got to send. Like, I am ready to get out of this, whatever this is. And sure enough, right on cue, I was able to call in a great therapist, a shaman, this chiropractor that totally changed my life just by telling me this one little piece of medicine that I needed to hear. I didn't even really work with him. I just had one session and he told me like, well, I guess I'll tell you, might might as well dive into the story a little bit. He sat with me and I was telling him, I'm depressed and my therapist sent me to you and said, maybe it could help give me something natural. You're kind of a naturopathic type person. Maybe you can help adjust me, get some of this energy out. And I was talking to him and he was like, honestly, when I look at your energy, I see someone who's really strong and like basically at the end of this, and I don't see the person that you're describing. So I feel like I can't really help you. I think you're almost there, like on your own. Whatever you've been doing, it's working. And like, you look like you're going to feel better soon. And him having that belief in me, I was like, you're right. I'm not barely even depressed anymore. Like I've been working out of this. I've been shifting my mindset. I've been doing new spiritual practices. I've been working with my energy, my thoughts, my life, my lifestyle, my food, my exercise, everything. And I was starting to feel better. And so just him like having that belief was like epic. So anyway, fast forward. Honestly, 
probably took me a month to get out of the three year long slump. Like once I decided I was, I was ready to feel better. It took me about a month and I dove headfirst into metaphysical information, spirituality. I started receiving just a lot of downloads once I opened myself to the help of like, this is how life works and this is how emotions work and this is how you can feel better. And once everything I was learning and absorbing started working for me, I just really felt like everybody needed to have access to this information. And I've always been someone who's pretty good at consolidating information and sharing it from a really simple point of view, making it easy. And ever since I was little, so I was like, well, I might as well use my gift of being a great explainer to explain what I've been learning to everyone so people can live better lives because I don't believe in unnecessary suffering. Sure, there's some suffering that happens here and there so we can learn, but unnecessary suffering, no, life is too short for that. So that's how I got into this work. And Now I help people through the books, coaching, retreats, my podcast, but I'm really just here to help everyone live more easily, more peacefully, more abundantly, and just more in alignment with their true selves and like their vision for their life. Ah, you're speaking my language. I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. And it is the kind of perspective shift, right? So when we ask for help, when we open and we're asking for the help, like capital H help, like, okay. I need the help now. That is the turning point. And what I think is so amazing is when that happens when people are young, because you have your whole life now to like be in collaboration with life. I didn't get that realization until about 44, something like that. I don't know how old I was. I was about like that. 40-ish. And I finally was like, okay, uh, gulp help. I, I don't think I can handle what I've created and I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to navigate it. And something bigger is opening up. And that something bigger usually takes us on a different path than like the prescribed mainstream ideology expressed through our training and our schools and the media and everything like that. Up until now, I do believe that is changing, but slowly. But as we open up to this new path, we open up to that. Like you said, you you dove into the metaphysical, you dove into a lot of people dive into like learning how to be a Reiki healer or pranic healing or angel healing, or just like any kind of healing. Cause we all get obsessed with healing and like, how can we heal ourselves and be more happy? Right. And that is like the path that I believe is the productive path on earth. Yeah. And also I should mention just adding to the story a few years later, I had my second, I would say awakening, like a next level, next level from the first one. And I had a spontaneous Kundalini awakening. I realized that I had like psychic and mediumship abilities and that's when it got like next level. So just adding the PS to the first story so you can have the full picture. (laughs) No, I love that you said that because it is true. It's layers and it's like, it's awakening is not for most people is not, bam, you're awake. That would be highly traumatic. I actually think that's people that end up in psych wards because they're waking up way too fast without enough support. So, you know, it takes a little while to go through the layers that allow you to have the revelations that you're changing your consciousness into being operated from a deeper, more expanded space, the soul, basically letting that part of you lead the way and relaxing the grip of the part that has protected you up until now, right? I mean, that part has protected your ass. It has done its way. It's done its service and it reaches the edges of its efficacy 
And then when that happens, yeah, we launch into some big depression or some life crisis because that's calling us forth to open up this deeper part of ourselves, the deeper, wider, wiser part. Yep. Agree. Yeah. So, but along the way of um, opening up access to that deeper, wiser part and learning how to interact with that part, right, was I is actually, you know, when we talk about the law of attraction, I think a lot of people think, and I certainly thought that it was like, the universe that's doing this to me, right? Or like for me, if I'm really going to be generous, right? But then as I don't really believe it's for me because it's not happening the way I want. Yeah. The, and now I'm having this more deeper understanding that there's actually, that was just the entrance point understanding for humanity to understand how this thing is. That was just like teaching number one. Law of attraction. Let's see if you can master this teaching. And you're going to enter it into it. Why? Because we all want money and romance and the good stuff, right? So we'll say, yes, I want that. So I'll learn about this law of attraction thing. But that's just the beginning stage, right? Like that's just the beginning teaching. Yeah. I think another helpful way to think about it is to call it in your mind the law of mirroring. It's not always that you're attracting something like energy is moving towards you. It's more that you're just seeing a reflection of something happening inside of you. And to your point that you said earlier of having different parts of you being on different wavelengths about what you want, that's like really, really key. Parts work is super key when it comes to troubleshooting resistance, because if you consciously think, I want more money. I want this promotion. I want this dream house. I want this beautiful partnership. I want to have a child, whatever experience you want in life. You could consciously believe that like, of course, all of me is on board. Of course I want that. Why wouldn't I want that? But if you ask the question, is there any part of me that secretly maybe is not super on board with me having this thing right now? and you just shut up and listen, <laughs> you will be surprised at all the resistance that comes up. And then you can say, oh, this is why it hasn't happened quite yet. Because yes, a part of me is manifesting it, is calling it in, is helping me take action towards it. But other parts are like, heck no, we ain't doing that. We are sabotaging. We are stopping. We are blocking. We are not calling that in. We are doing the opposite. And so you have this inner conflict that doesn't allow for your energy to be streamlined enough. And it's not that your energy has to be perfectly in alignment with what you want and 100% of you has to believe it. No, but you have to have enough momentum in the correct beneficial direction in order for it to come to pass and manifest more quickly and more efficiently and more easily. So parts work is a big part of what I do with my clients. And I teach it a little bit in some of my books too. And I'm writing a book right now about resistance where I'm going to teach it like even more in depth. Yeah. This is really important for people to understand. And it's taken me, you know, some bumps and scrapes to realize it myself. But an interesting aspect is that you might think I want to be like, for example, for my journey, I want to be, um, I want everyone to read my story, right? so that they can be encouraged and inspired and know that they can also live the life of their dreams and all of this beautiful stuff can happen and they don't have to suffer and struggle anymore. And they don't have to think of themselves as wounded and broken and all the things that happen in my life. Except that, yes, and in order to be the kind of person like in my truest knowing of myself and my integrity, in order to fully be that person, 
there's a series of initiations and embodiments I need to go through in order to actually be that strong messenger, in order to actually be that clarity, to actually thoroughly be the person that brings that message. And along the way of messagering, of course, I'm messagering all the time for the last, I don't know, 10 years, it with varying degrees of like my external success factors. But I started realizing, oh, it's because my soul cares so much about the manifestation of this into being that it has such import for myself and whatever influence I'm meant to have that of course they would take whatever time it needs to take. And all the lessons I would learn along the way are key points of that manifestation, you know, and there's also like this untangling of the Western. I have to have it right now. Give it to me now at this moment. So we talked a little bit, Kelsey, about my own journey with impatience. Anybody else impatient out there? Anybody else want what you want when you want it right now and get upset when it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen? Exactly how you imagine in your head. How come this world doesn't work that way? Every other world does. So not here. So how, how do you deal with that? And how do you help people be more patient on their journey and see that things are actually happening because we get lost in this. It's not happening the way I wanted it. We get in this like disappointment cycle. Yep. That's so true. So I am also guilty of being impatient because I'm a type A perfectionist, high achieving person. So of course I'm like, I need it to happen and I need it yesterday. Like it's not happening fast enough, right? There's always a part of me that's impatient, but coming back to the parts work, this can be one way to handle it. If you can have a conversation directly with the part of you that's impatient and ask why it needs to happen so soon for this part in order for that part to feel like peaceful, which it won't because it's always going to be impatient because that's your impatient part. But you can ask it like, hey, why is it so important to you that this happens fast? Like what bad thing do you think is going to happen if this doesn't happen fast enough for you? And just see what happens and hear it out. Probably the part of you that's impatient is like, well, I'm afraid that if it doesn't happen now, it'll never happen. Or I'm afraid that I can't see the evidence of it happening. So maybe it's not meant for me. Or I'm afraid that what if I die before it happens? You know, whatever anxious thoughts can come into our mind. And you can have compassion for the part of you that is really impatient. That dilutes a lot of the impatience, I will say. Doing that, having compassion, having understanding, and not making your impatient part the enemy, right? This is a highly ambitious part. It's okay. It does help us sometimes in life. And sometimes it's not super helpful perspective. So you don't always have to take it on as your own, but you can still hear it out, right? So that's one way. Also, when I was working on the book that I'm working on now, it came to me that there are reasons why things take time to manifest. And there are good reasons that are in your best interest. It's not to punish you. It's not to make you anxious. It's not because whatever. One of the biggest reasons is that you're just not the right fit version of yourself quite yet in order to be able to fully receive that blessing, to integrate it into your life to be able to enjoy it to the max. Like it's not always about the thing not being ready, which sometimes it's also that. Maybe your person that you're manifesting still lives in Australia and that's like your soulmate, but they're so far. So are you going to wait a few months for them to come? Or are you going to like be and complain about it? The B word, I don't know if I can cuss on the show. But are you going to do that? Or are you going to be patient and know that, you know, there's a plan going on here, but you can't see it from your human perspective. And Coming back to us not being fully ready, we can't see that, right? We think, oh my God, I'm so ready. I've been super ready. Like, this is the only thing I'm ready for. I've been prepping my whole life for it. But really, 
maybe you're not quite ready. Like if you got everything that you wanted tomorrow, your head would probably explode, right? It's too much too soon. So there's a reason why these things come to us on like a conveyor belt of blessings, you know, one at a time, two at a time, maybe three at a time at a pace that we can integrate it into our lives and into our nervous system. So as much as our impatience wants to complain about how long things take, There's good reasons for why things take time to manifest and why it can take you time to line up with that reality because the overnight is not always the most gentle, self-compassionate, loving way. And your soul knows that. You know, it's like if you are just starting dating in your life and you're like, I'm ready for my soulmate. Like some people that happens, they marry their high school sweetheart. But a lot of the trial and error of your relationships makes you the partner that you want to have so you can manifest that relationship and be ready for it and know how to be in relationship, right? So it's that contrast before the expansion that takes time in order to accumulate and learn and grow that often is the prerequisite for us having that thing and for it to be the best that it can be. So hopefully that helps from a couple different perspectives. Yeah, no, I love that. And actually I resonate. I remember... I, after my first marriage, I went on the cycle of dating for about five years and I wrote another book about that. Like, what's it like dating midlife? And that's all awkward and strange. And that book is from way to me. It's helpful for anybody who's in that spot. But I realized near the end of that period of time that I was so impatient for my guy to show up. I was looking around every corner and every face. I kind of knew what he looked like. So I was like looking around every African-American man that I could find. I was like, that's not him. That might be him. I'm not sure. You know, and I was trying to force it to happen. Right. And I was so just frustrated that it wasn't happening fast enough. And then I had this realization one day, wow, I'm being really demanding. I'm being really entitled. And with a lot of expectations about that, he needs to like hustle up and hurry up and get here. I don't think that's an energetic that he'd probably appreciate. Hmm. I know I wouldn't like somebody sitting there tapping their foot waiting for me to show up. I'm going to give more grace to him because I know he's on his way and I'm just going to relax that and have some grace for it because he's in his process. And whatever that process is, maybe I'm fully ready, but maybe he's still going through some process and he needs some space and some compassion and understanding that he's getting through that part of his curriculum before he's ready for me. Right. And so now I also apply that to like the bigger picture items, you know, where many of us are ready. Like we've been ready for, we've been really feeling ready for a while. I'm not sure we were ready, but we were feeling like we were ready (laughs) for a long time. Right. Like so many of us in the second wave are like, okay, we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. How much longer? Geez, when are people going to be ready? Why are they taking so much time? How come they need to just, just do the, get the, the program. Come on now. You know, like a lot of us have just been feeling that kind of angst, like hurry up. How much more of this do we have to go through? And I think some of us were really excited with COVID because we're like, yay, it's going to be the end. And then it started up again. <laughs> so we can start to feel a little impatient, right? With the collective and our work is is really for the collective, many of us. And so they have to be ready too. And this is the piece I've been surrendering to over and over and over and over again. And asking the question, Kelsey, like you were saying, it's like, how can I prepare myself during this time of preparation until they are ready to receive us? How can I prepare myself during this time of preparation. is that I feel like that would be wisdom that you would share as well. Yeah. I mean, I've been on a similar journey because 
It's funny because on our podcast, we had this like extraterrestrial lady, like an alien lady on. And she was like, oh, you're starseed DNA is from wherever. And like, you're one of those starseeds that came to Earth. And it's just like, people get it together. Hurry up. Why are you taking so long to evolve? Like very impatient. And I was like, yeah, that that sounds about right. <laughs> and so ever since she, you know, verbalized that to me and I was like, duh, of course. I was like, okay, how can I just relax a little bit more about it? Because I can see people's potential, humanity's potential. I'm just like, you guys, peace on earth. It's not that hard. Come on, let's get it together, right? But at the same time, I've personally, I've been on a similar journey to you, just like slowing it down, taking my own medicine, living my best life, heaven on earth. And if people want to know how, they can come to me. I'm not trying to sell it. I'm not trying to force it on people. I'm not trying to market it left and right anymore. Like, this is the way. It's so awesome. Get on board. I'm just like, people will see and they'll feel and they'll gravitate. And that to me feels even juicier just to bring people in magnetically from your own living your best lifeness versus, you know, trying to sell everyone on the dream, which to a degree, like they are sold on it. Otherwise it wouldn't be like a little bit in your field and curious and stuff like that. Right. People can feel that heaven on earth is not as far away as it seems. But at the same time, there's just a lot of people on Earth. So it's going to take a while. And if you expect everyone to get there in this lifetime, you are probably going to be very disappointed. But if you can just focus on yourself, your family, your life, that is a little seed that spreads. And then when it grows, you know, like when grass grows and then more seeds come up at the top and then those spread from the wind. It's like that. So you're the seed and then it grows and then that grows more seeds and then those blow and get planted other places and then they have more seeds and it's a whole effect. So the impatience, I definitely resonate with. I definitely hear it out and battle with it. And it's valid. You know, we want it to be better for everybody. That's a good desire, I think. It's coming from a good place, but we also just have to remember to be gentle with ourselves and others, which is easier said than done sometimes. You know, I think there's some good medicine in the waiting. It's an opportunity to, to notice what you do see. What am I spotting? And this is going to circle back to your story with the chiropractor, but what am I spotting in the people in the world from a place of inner medicine or a place of source from a place of witness? What am I spotting and what story do I want to tell about that? Because that influences the outcome. And just like your chiropractor told you, I think you're just about through it. I think you're really almost there. If we can focus there, you know, as visionaries and hold that knowing that, okay, they really are done with this. They really are feeling the pain of this way of being. The whole world is feeling it right now. There's going to be a shift because it's getting too uncomfortable to keep going in the old way. Like maintaining that old pattern is reached its end. We're in the bitter dregs. (laughs) So once we ask for help, we really ask for support. That's when the change happens. And it's somebody holding that space for them, right? Like it was held for us. You've got this. You can do it. And it's so beneficial to have someone in your corner who can hold the belief for you when you're still like a little shaky on it, who can hold the vision with you and for you and kind of like pull you up into that for your best and highest good, which is why I like to offer like one-on-one coaching services or the retreats in person, because to have a group of people or even just one practitioner right there with your vision, uh, when you're a little shaky on it is, is really powerful because then we're manifesting it together. 
Yeah, because we're moving out of individual and into tribe, into community support, out of the lone wolf and into let's help each other, let's mirror to each other what's going on so we can evolve even faster. So that's beautiful. So I know that you are offering a money magnetics guided meditation. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So this is a really fun meditation that I created inspired by a meditation that I was doing for a long time from Teal Swan that I really liked, but then I wanted to like add it and tweak it and do my own thing. So I recorded it for myself and it basically gets you into a more open energetic space, a space of more gratitude. It doesn't even have to be focused on money. It could be focused on anything, right? Just to open you to that vibration and help you radiate there. And then you go through a little bit of visualization and you go through a little bit of self-inquiry, get a little download, act on that. So it really is a combination of like getting insights, radiating the right vibes, taking aligned action. And I've been getting some really cool feedback from people who have been doing it. Like this one lady messaged me and she was like, oh, my husband and I have been doing your free meditation every night before bed. And then I got this huge bonus out of nowhere that I wasn't expecting. Or another woman told me that it finally gave her the courage to like start this business that she's always wanted to do on the side, but she never really knew like the right next step. And it came to her in the meditation, like so many cool stories. And for me, it helped me to manifest, help my husband manifest this ridiculous upgrade in like job opportunity where I was doing this meditation for like, every time I do it for at least four days straight, magic really happens. One time it'll be magical, but if you do it for at least like a week, it'll be extra potent. And so, yeah, he's basically in the process of like 10xing his income opportunity, which is pretty wild. And at first it's funny because I was like, oh my God, like, what the heck? Why does it have to come through him? I thought I was manifesting the money for me. But of course we have shared finances. So (laughs) I asked the universe, I literally was doing this meditation. I was like, universe, send me the most amount of money in the easiest way possible. That was my affirmation. That was my intention. And then the universe was like, well, we make Jeff do it. (laughs) And of course me, I was like, no, it has to be me. I want to be the achiever. I want to be the, you know, whatever. I want to be the breadwinner. But then I sat with it and I was like, this is actually a brilliant plan. I'm not mad about it. I don't need to be mad about this. That's kind of silly that anyone would be mad about that. So anyway, that's my journey with it. But it's really good. It's short. I think it's like less than 15 minutes and you can do it every day in the morning or the night. And it's really good. So you'll have to message me, anyone who does it, let me know what happens. Yeah. So we're going to put a link to that in the show notes so you guys can try it out. And it's interesting what you said because knowing that we are deconditioning so much deep ancestral inheritance, which was just the way that different souls chose to learn on this planet up until now, including us, you know, if you ascribe to that, we have all had multiple lifetimes here, but now we're changing things, right? And and we do want to open up access to women being able to attract crazy amounts of money for their heart-based pursuits or whatever they're doing right in their lives. And to do it in a, in a way that feels right for them, not in a conditioned way, not in a patriarchal way, but like in a, in a completely flow, accurate, honest, authentic way. And that is opening up. And I would say, Some people are experiencing that, which is great. And I'm experiencing some of it too. And it's a deep one to work through, right? Like it takes some effort to work through those those depths of the patterns and the entanglements and stuff like that and the the cultural stereotypes. So it's funny that the universe is like, well, you want it fast. So this is the easiest way for it to come in because he's already built for that in this particular model, right? This particular matrix. And I want it to happen for me. (laughs) 
you know, in a female yeah. body and every exactly. other female too. So yeah, we're, we're in it for the long haul on that. And that might just take a little bit more time to manifest, but we are all in the process. Yes. Yeah. And it's just staying open to the how. I think that's like one of the biggest lessons I keep learning over and over and over. Like if you have a genuine desire in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, I believe that it's meant to manifest. Is it going to look how you specify that it's supposed to look or needs to look? 80% of the time, probably no. Is it good to have a vision? Yes. Is it good to stay open to actually how it comes to pass? Yes. Also a million times, yes, because you get to decide how you want to feel. That's the part that is guaranteed to you. If you say, I want a million dollars so I can feel abundant, you will experience abundance. Will it be through a million dollars? I can't say. That depends. I mean, it depends on what your soul is manifesting for you. It depends on all these different parts. Like we have many points of attraction, not just our conscious mind. But what I can say is the more open you are to how it comes and exactly what it looks like, but just staying faithful to the feeling that you're going for, the genuine desire, the goal of the goal, you will be a manifesting wizard and you'll be a lot more flexible and a lot more powerful that way. Yeah. And I want to ask a question to everybody who feels like you want it to manifest exactly the way you saw it in your mind. Why? Because then you'll know exactly what's going to happen. And that's kind of boring. Kind of boring. I was going to say. (laughs) I think we're here for that. I think we're here for the mystery, for the adventure, for the unfolding, the revealing, the journey. And the journey is a collaboration with your soul and with all the other souls on the planet and with the planet herself. So yeah, we get to all collaboratively take a journey where we get awe-inspired by the synchronistic connection of all the pathways crossing and all the unfoldings of blessings and and we get to experience that and that's really cool. So I know that you know when we're coming out of fear-based uh, and lack-based uh, living, we do really kind of still want to know where the paycheck's coming from. You know, I've gone through that phase and that is a challenging phase to go through and relax. It's Christmas morning or whatever, you know, you celebrate. It's a birthday. You're going to open the present and there you're going to be surprised by what's inside. And it's going to have the fulfillment that you asked for. Maybe just not exactly like you said, how you envisioned it. And isn't that better anyway? So really awesome. I'm with well, you. I've enjoyed our conversation today and I encourage everybody to go check out Kelsey on the High Vibe In It podcast and go get that free gift, the Money Magnetics Guided Meditation. It's at her website. I'll put the link in the show notes below. Please check the link and go get that free gift. And I just look forward to many more conversations, Kelsey, and and getting to know you better. Yeah. Thank you. This has been so fun. I loved our intention setting at the beginning because I feel like it really worked as it always does. And yeah, I just love jamming out about this stuff because life is more fun when it's more magical, you know? Exactly. Bring back the magic, everyone. All right. Well, we're going to give you some magic right now. I'm going to ask you all to like, share, subscribe to this episode. Share it out to anybody that needs to be inspired today. That needs a little pick-me-up. Share it out to them so they get to see and hear Kelsey's wonderful vibe. And we're going to give you kisses now and thanks ahead of time. So here we come. You want to give me kisses, everybody? We always end the show with kisses. Here we go, everybody. Love you all. And I'll see you next time on Soul Nectar Show. Bye. Bye. 
If you found even one gold nugget in this episode of Soul Nectar Show, will you do us a favor? Will you subscribe, like, and share this episode? Maybe even write a comment and let us know what you thought about it. We really, really want to engage with you at a much deeper level. Let's be part of community together. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. To dive in deeper to nourishing conversation, visit soulnectar.show. Take a sip from the drip of nectar From the source of who you are